Hi there, everybody. Welcome back once again to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to discuss The Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. The Hunger Games, of course, is from a novel by Suzanne Collins, which was a huge literary hit. And here it is now on the screen, starring, among other people, Jennifer Lawrence. Right. But there are a lot of other very good people in this film. Josh Hutcherson, Stanley Tucci, Wes Bentley, Liam Hemsworth, Elizabeth Banks, and Woody Harrelson. So it's a very, very interesting cast. Mm -hmm. But basically, the story here focuses on the character of Katniss Everdeen, Mm -hmm. played by Jennifer Lawrence. That was a good break for her, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. She's a wonderful actress. I loved her in Winter's Bone a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago. And here she is now playing a teenager 75 years after the apocalypse, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's not the United States of America anymore. It's a different country. Panem is the name of it. Panem, that's right. By the way, the big boss at Panem is Donald Sutherland. Right. Giving one of his great supporting performances here. Here's what happens. The government or the rulers or whatever we could call them are so angry Mm -hmm. with the people who rebelled against them years and years ago Mm -hmm. that they have set up these horrible games every year called the Hunger Games. Of course, they divide this population into 12 different districts. That's right. Every year, one young male and one young female are chosen from each of the 12 districts to perform in the Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. 24 people go into battle with each other, and the last one standing is the winner. They battled to the death. Battled to the death, yes. So it's teens killing teens. Yes. And they put it on television. That's exactly right. It's a reality television show, if you will, which is kind of an unpleasant premise. I'd say. I accepted the premise, and frankly, Anne, I really liked this movie. Well, I'm sorry to say that Hunger Games left me ravenous for (laughs) a movie that might have been an interesting experience, but I frankly left feeling somewhat depressed and very dissatisfied. I think that Hunger Games blew into town like a great big tacky three-ring circus. And I know it killed at the box office. Yes, it did. But that doesn't mean that the film is worth all the money that it made. I felt that it was about as fulfilling as a bag of popcorn and a stick of cotton candy. I think it's okay. All right. But I'll get into some of the specific reasons in a second. Okay. Well, what happens at the beginning is in District 12, where the Everdeen family lives, the young girl chosen is Primrose Everdeen, who is the much younger sister of Katniss Everdeen, played by Jennifer Lawrence. Uh She's just a little girl, and you know she's going to get killed very early. So Katniss steps forward and says, I'm volunteering. I will take her place, which is kind of shocking because every year, 23 of the 24 teens do not come home. So that made her a very interesting character for me right away. She's interviewed on television by a guy named Caesar Flickerman, Mm -hmm. played by Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci has blue hair for some strange reason. And a ponytail. A ponytail. (laughs) And outrageous clothes. You know, I've always liked Stanley Tucci, but I think he's way over the top in this role. Well, he's kind of playing a TV host, a cross between Ryan Seacrest of American Idol and a host of Survivor. I mean, he's that kind of a guy. Right. I thought he was unctuous, and I thought he was funny for about five minutes. And then each time I saw him, he became less amusing. I have to agree with you on that. The other two adults who are kind of running this thing are Seneca Crane, played by Wes Bentley, and 
Effie Trinket, played by Elizabeth Banks. Now, before we go any further, Elizabeth Banks, to me, is one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and she looks so ghastly here, made up to look like a clown almost. The characters, I must say, are all costumed in a way that looked like something out of Alice in Wonderland. Yes. They're really outré. For kids seeing the movie, they're probably going to love the look of it because everybody is sort of, as I say, Alice in Wonderland crossed with Lady Gaga. So <laughs> I felt that their characters were kind of overpowered by the costumes. It all became very repetitious very shortly. Well, I think it did at the beginning. But for me, mm-hmm. this got much more interesting when these teens were plucked out of their slums, basically. Where they're starving to death. That's the reason for the word hunger games. Absolutely. And they are treated royally for a couple of days, and they are trained. Yes, combat training. Mm-hmm. Luckily for the Jennifer Lawrence character, Katniss Everdeen, her coach is a guy named Hamich, played by Woody Harrelson. Now, Hamich is a former winner of the Hunger Games from many, many years earlier. He now drinks a lot, Mm -hmm. but he manages to pull things together and give Katniss some very helpful hints. And I thought Woody Harrelson was really terrific. Really? I thought he played it so cute. Uh, It made me a little bit nauseous. I did have another beef with this movie, and that is that for young kids, teens, who are supposedly starving to death in their various districts, not one of these kids looked like they had had a day without total protein. They were (laughs) rippling with muscles. They had great curves. There was not a gaunt face in the bunch. And I thought that was such an ironic misstep on the part of the directors. I think another big problem with this movie is that the Hunger Games novel puts into fiction an interesting idea that kids kill kids. I don't dig it, but I know that that's the premise of the book. In the movie, they were so conscious of the fact that they needed a PG-13 rating so they could rake in the big bucks, that they muddy the combat scenes. You cannot see who's whacking who, who's icing who. It's all just a major blur. Now, for some people, that would be comforting, and I understand why parents would now allow their kids to see it, but that diminishes the dramatic concept of the original matter, and I think that takes away from the original material that was written by Suzanne Collins. Okay, all right. And also, I have a problem with the ending of this movie. Why is that, Anne? Well, because I didn't like the fact that a disembodied voice comes over during the final combat sequences and changes the rules of the game, not once, not twice, but three times, so that you are confused and befuddled by what is the rule of the game. If they have a series of rules, then they should abide by it. Okay, that's true. I thought it was unfair that they were changing the rules. But of course, what happens as the film goes on is that the government, Donald Sutherland and the people who work Mm -hmm. beneath him, are very upset with the character of Katniss because she's too good. She's too skilled. She's too smart. Well, she is good with a bow and arrow. I'll give you that. (laughs) She certainly is. (laughs) She's great. So they are really stacking the deck against her. And when that first started, I thought, that's no fair. But I wound up enjoying this film a lot and feeling good about its message. Really? Well, I'll tell you this. You got a message for two and a half long (laughs) hours. Didn't bother me a bit. This Hunger Games could have used some judicious editing less. We saw the same kind of 
sequence or stunt, if you want to call it, over and over again with a bow and the arrow, a shooting of an apple, a squirrel, a thing. And then they bring in these monstrous kind of characters, CGI-enhanced griffins. I don't know what they were. They looked like rhinos or something, chasing the characters all through the they're forest. They're dogs, but they're pretty ugly dogs. Look, I felt that this movie does not have the professionalism like Lord of the Rings. And yes, even Harry Potter, I think, is a better crafted piece of filmmaking. Sure, I had problems with it. I certainly had problems with Tucci, Bentley, and Elizabeth Banks. Right. Because I really couldn't take them after a while. But I really felt good about this film, and I felt especially good about the moment when the character playing Peta... The star-crossed lover for Katniss. Yes, that is Josh Hutcherson. He's very good in the movie. He's excellent in the movie. Excellent. He says to her, I know that I'm going to die. But I want to do it my own way so they know that they don't own me. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. And that, for me, Mm -hmm. made the whole film. That and also the performance of Jennifer Lawrence. I thought she was absolutely sensational. And comparing this to some of the other more recent franchises. As in Twilight? As in Twilight. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. No, it's a different movie. But I think that Jennifer Lawrence could sit down with Kristen Stewart and teach her a couple of things. Well, she certainly could with the bow and the arrow. (laughs) Definitely. Anyway, I like this film very much, Anne. And because of that, Mm -hmm. I'm giving this a green light. Okay. I felt that the direction by Gary Ross had no discernible eye for subtlety or even a hint about what makes the characters really tick. I thought it was artificial, and I thought most of the spectacle was kind of on the cheesy side, including the chariot entrance. You know, (laughs) it's hard for me to give this a red light because there are some interesting moments in the film, and I think those outweigh the bad. It's a surreal experience, and I don't mind the fact that I see a lot of young teenagers Right. attending this film with their parents. That means that they're bonding and they'll have something to talk about on the way home. I think that's terrific. I'm going to give it a very flickering yellow light. That's the best I can do. Normally, I would give it a red light, but I'm not going to do that because of all the reasons I just said. Okay. A uh, green light and a yellow light for The Hunger Games. You decide. We're going to be back to review another movie very, very shortly. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Greenlight Reviews hopes that you're going to be hungry the next time you see a movie. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep. Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, right.